Hello, I'm Philip Stoden. I'm at Catex Festival of Electronics here in Munich, and I'm joined by CEO and President Rainer Koppitz. Rainer, fabulous event, really fascinating. I particularly enjoyed the first keynotes from yourself and from Prime Pulse, and it was really fascinating for me to see the synergy between those. But what I really enjoyed, we've talked so many times about the speedboat principle and the importance of maintaining that. I was really interested when you started to use that as a reference for bringing together the, the diversity within the different countries within Europe and thinking them of speedboats. Talk to me a little bit about that and how you see that analogy. Yeah, I think um, Europe could pretty much be like uh, like Katek or should be or uh, even must be uh, like Katek meaning um, that that we all realize that like Katek is a is a fleet of speedboats which are all I mean very very different they have different strength different culture different history and to bring this all together to a group which is much 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 stronger than just you know the addition of the components the same is true with Europe I mean we have um, 27 countries in the European Union plus the UK, uh, which should be a member of, uh, of, of the Union as well. And um, I mean, what we see is that, I mean, all the, the countries are extremely different, but if you combine also strength and you give them a, 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 a joint mission, if you give the you know, common strategy, which is not the case right now, this could be the strongest economic region in the world, um, you know, above and beyond China uh, and the US. And th that's really, I mean, for me, it's really hurting that, I mean, we as Europeans are not getting this done. And, it, and when we look at it from a, just from a GDP point of view, Europe is a player on that stage, but only as a single Europe, not as, a, not as individual companies. Germany cannot be that yeah. world force in the same way. Europe can be so I think that's a major game changer you talked about technologies that you saw it was really important to develop in one was AI the other was um, quantum computing yes. we're very early or a long way from quantum computing being a, an everyday use but Europe really needs to get on it quickly to to have any chance of being part of that yeah I mean we are still living a little bit um, you know from our history our economic history the, the history of the inventions and the innovation which have been done by European inventors I mean many decades ago I mean like the first um, you know like the first kind of universal technologies which um, you know have been I mean electricity and um, you know steam power and um, you know in, in, in those former centuries, I mean, the European inventors, they were absolutely leading in the world and this was the reason for the race of Europe. And if you um, look into, um, you know, what kind of universal technologies are evolving right now, like artificial intelligence or the next one to come um, in uh, 2040, 2041, the quantum computing, then Europe is really losing the war right now. That doesn't mean that there are not, you know, some single uh, companies or, or heroes or inventors with some bright ideas but I mean in total I mean um, we are absolutely lost in space if you look into which amounts of money are going into this in China and in the US. Yeah there's no comparison is there and I, I think it's a very important to get on that and like you say I think with AI the race may have been run but actually I've seen some 
incredibly creative European companies using AI. Um, we are using also in the future quantum computing, but we will use this as, um, you know, we will pay for this. We will use this as, you know, others will earn, you know, the money and we will need it and we will pay for it. And I think we should be, you know, in a completely different position, a completely different role. We should be, um, you know, inventing those technologies and we should um, be the ones who monetize those um, technologies. And I really have to say we are not in this position yet and I think we need to act now. And just switching gear to the EMS industry, you've been at it a few years. I, I always look at Catec as a company that's been forged in the middle of crisis after crisis yeah, after yeah, crisis. Yeah. So some incredible learning experiences. When you look at 2023, what do you think are the key things that you've got to take care of to continue your success this year? The key, I think the key things is we need to choose wisely uh, the battles um, you know we are you know going to take uh, that means that means that I mean funding is very rare funding is running rare so we really have to think about which kind of companies and that's just an example we are going to acquire I mean there are so many markets on the market right now but um, the resources we have in the company and also uh, the money is, is really rare so we really have to think about I mean how to make best use of um, you know the fundings we have so that's the first one the second one uh, the second one is we need to make sure that uh, 2023 and 24 will be the years of efficiency like Mark Zuckerberg said about Meta 23 I've never thought that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is telling something like this but 23 will be the year of efficiency and that's that's the case I think for many companies in our industries as well we need to make sure that with what we are doing we earn money and we are we are, we are making cash and this also means that we have to say no to customers and that there will not be something like a strategic customer because the translation of a strategic customer is normally a customer you're not earning money with but the customers earning money with doing business with you yeah and um, when I when I look at what's happening this year we're seeing some easing in the supply chain that should bring some more cash back into other initiatives in the business is that something you're measuring on a monthly basis yeah we are uh, measuring this on a monthly basis uh, meaning you know entity by entity and also um, then on a group level we are measuring how uh, the um, inventory is evolving and not as a kind of a KP, KPI, uh, abstract KPI, um, but a DIO or something like this, but really the absolute amount of inventory by entity and then also the, the, the net value of the inventory, which means that if a, if a customer is willing to pay for the inventory, which is in our books, I don't care about the inventory, advanced payments, um, uh, for instance, is of course something um, we have to deduct uh, from the value and then we have the net inventory. So we are measuring the net inventory and we have action plans for each of the entities which are being you know centrally um, you know followed uh, followed up um, so that we make sure that it's going down and it you know went down the first time after you know many many quarters in the fourth quarter um, uh, this was even better um, as I expected I expected kind of a stagnation but it went down you know for quite some millions and uh, you know uh, not astonishingly but uh, I think I'm really pleased that this trend is now 
now continuing also in the first quarter and that's really important because as you said uh, in your um, presentation cash is king so we need to make sure that we turn this inventory back into revenue and then into cash so that we can use this for uh, investments into the future. Yeah, and one of those investments is growing the business. You talked about Europe needing at least a handful of um, billion dollar plus companies. I assume you're hoping to be one of one of those either in 23 or 24. Ab absolutely. That's 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 clearly the plan and we are working on this uh, you know very hardly and what I can tell you is that I mean two of the trends that you just mentioned I mean they are really in favor of us um, one of the trends is uh, relocation which will uh, help us a lot um, to um, you know have the organic growth in order to get closer to the 1 billion and the other one is this trend to outsourcing I mean like you rightly said I mean 59% in Europe are still uh, let me say subject uh, for outsourcing and I think we are pretty well positioned in order to take advantage of this and you know a lot of um, let me say a lot of our brain and our our energy is right now going into uh, the outsourcing initiative, uh, meaning uh, that we want to do at least one uh, large outsourcing deal uh, this year. Yeah, and just once again, congratulations on today. I feel there's a real sense of collaboration within yeah. the people that are here. It doesn't feel like there's any competition and you, you have some of your supposedly largest com competitors here. So I think that's something to be very proud of. Thank you so much for inviting me and uh, enjoy the party, enjoy the rest of the event. Thanks, thank you very much. Let's uh, have a glass of wine together. <laughs>